Hello and welcome to CreekCast. I'm Josh. I'm Marcus. And we are glad you guys have joined us for this Fun Fact Friday. Marcus, what is your fun fact for today? Okay, so uh, Snow White was created in like the 1950s or something like that. Yes. And uh, the person, I, I can't remember if it's the person that uh, was the actor for Snow White or if it was the person that sang the for Snow White or if they were the same person. Okay. But somebody who, at least the person who sang, um, was contracted by Disney to never sing in the tone or the uh, the octave that Snow White sang in. So because of that, she ended up going into opera because that's the only way she could not still sing. Still sing. Huh. Uh, and then, uh, yeah. That is a fun fact. I know, right? You pick that up on your Disney pro- podcast. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> so that sounds like one of those facts from that <laughs> from the Disney podcast. Yep. Because I don't just see you coming across that on the internet in some way, shape, or fashion. No, not at all. <laughs> no. That's a fun fact, though. That That's is, pretty cool. Yeah. I like, like that. He, she was contracted to never sing l- that song outside of Disney or in that tone or octave uh, or octaves yeah. outside of Disney. That's crazy. That is very crazy. So... My fun fact for you. Do you know what the shortest war in the history was or is? How long it took? No. It took 38 minutes. Wow. Yeah. Um, when the British, when the Sultan of British protected Zanzibar died and a new one took over without British approval in 1896, the Brits were not happy. And so they basically went to war and took less than 40 minutes to overthrow him and he fled. Huh. But bonus fun fact for you. Did you know a blue whale's tongue can weigh as much as an elephant? No, I did not know that. That's a, a heavy tongue. That is a very heavy tongue. Very heavy tongue. And they're also like 8 million times bigger than... Very true. But... Very true. Well, shall we get in? Hey, your mom has pointed out that Snow White was in 1937. No, I was close. You're close. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> also, I do know uh, uh, that Snow White... Was the first animated film to actually like have a b- bone structure in their in their animation? Because if you look anything before that, um, it's like their noodle they're, arms. They're floppy. Uh, uh, yeah. So I thought I think that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Oh yeah, just looking at like the revolutionary work that Disney did is yeah. just it's amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. And part of me is wanting to go through and just rewatch all the animated Disney movies in order. The, so the the podcast that I'm, I listen to, uh, they they're I've I've gone back to the the beginning because they're going from the like the first movie ever created by Disney mm-hmm. and all the way through, um, and they like talk about it and yeah. you know give points and things that they liked and didn't like and it's it's pretty cool yeah yeah so and now I'm on sort they're on sort of the stone that's a good movie. They didn't like it. A lot of people don't because they feel like the animation style doesn't match up with the theming of the movie. See, that and uh, he was and uh, what they talked about. <laughs> I don't know why we're talking about Disney, <laughs> right. style, but, uh, <laughs> but what they talked about was uh, uh, how it's very. There's no oh apparently there was three different actors that played the boy. And you can actually really notice oh, yeah. it because uh, at one point his voice is really high, and then it's really low, and like That's and everything. So like that, they like they didn't like that, and then this the storyline was just not like not very themed. Pro- yeah, like, yeah. he's like we don't really know what it's about. Like at no point does Merlin like say, "Hey, I'm gonna make you a king," or "Hey, I'm here. I know somebody's gonna be like." So it's yeah. just a very poor storyline. But yeah. overall, it's not a bad movie. It's just 
But tune in next week for our new podcast, <laughs> Disney Bros. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't, that one's probably already out there. I'm sure it's probably <laughs> somewhere. Um, but let's get into why, what our podcast is about today. Yes. Galatians, um, Galatians chapter 6, verses 6 through 10. Yes, that's where we were at today. And sort of picking up with last week's theming of bearing one another's burdens, um, that we... Well, last week's yesterday's. Sorry, yesterday's. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, we. <laughs> it's been a long day already. It's been a it's long only day already, and it's nine thirty. <laughs> yeah, um, but we need to share one another's burdens. Um, but we also need to share all the good things that we have going on with one another. Yep. You know, because a lot of times I feel like we get into that the mindset of just sharing the bad things, but it's so much more than that. We just we need to share life. Yep. Share the good things. Share what's going on. Um, yeah, and so that's sort of how it starts off: is share all the good things. And then as it continues on through this, we see that we 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 reap what we sow. Yep. Um, if we sow from the flesh, we reap from the flesh. If we sow from the Spirit, we reap from the Spirit. And there's a lot of truth to that. You know, we get into something what we put into it. Um, and this is just a huge life lesson here, is the effort and energy you put in something is what you're going to get back. But also, if you are... Living for God, you will get those blessings back. If you're living for your flesh and doing fleshly things, you will get those non-blessings back. Yeah. And I think it's very easy for us to get frustrated um, uh, and maybe question God because we see all the, quote-unquote, bad people doing bad things, but Mm -hmm. yet still get rewarded for those things. Um, And yet we as Christians see us doing so many good things, but yet life is so hard. And it's like, why don't I, why can't I get that? Yeah. Um, and uh, I think a lot of times we go through those things because we don't want to bear the burdens of, of things that God has brought on to us to build us up into yes. who he wants us to be. Um, and we all have that one person in our lives that have, you know, either taught the Bible or shown the Bible through their lives um, and have impacted our lives to keep going where we're going. Yep. Um, I'm sure you, as soon as I said that, you thought of one person. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, when I was reading this, that's kind of what I thought about. But at the end of the day, um, it all be, it all determines your relationship with God. Yes. Um, and not determines, but it either builds it up or, or it crushes it. Yep. Um, and your choices of that, uh, you know, bad choices, you know, so bad consequences. Good choices, so good consequences. Yep. The only difference t- between people being rewarded for bad things and people be re- not be rewarded for good things is the timing. Yes. Um, you know, they might be rewarded in the short run, but in the long run, the good choices are what's going to last. Everybody gets what they put out. Exactly. Whether it's here on this side of heaven or on the other side of heaven. Yeah. And like, it's it's kind of like, uh, and I'll use sports for example. You know, you have you kind of like you talked about it uh, in FCA Tuesday. Um, you know, you have some of those people that just have that natural talent where oh, yeah. they don't really have to work as hard. And you're like, this isn't fair. No, and <laughs> and you have to work harder to just keep up with him. Yeah. But at the end of the day, his natural talent is only going to take him so far. Yes. You you building your talent up and you know, oh, yeah. honing in that, that, that oh. is going to last a lot longer. How many, because we've been doing youth ministry and ministry for long enough now, how many students do you know that had a natural talent, but they didn't put the work in it, and now they're not doing anything with it? Exactly. Oh, yeah. So many. Yeah, so many. Yeah. You know? And well, even, like, growing up, like, there's kids that I, like, that I grew up in, in, in high school and in youth group yeah. that were on fire for God, uh, well, quote, unquote, on yeah. fire for God, living for Him, and then 
college happened and you know life happened and now they're kind of off doing their own thing. Yeah, it's crazy to go back and look at my youth group because I had a pretty good sized youth group. We had probably 40, 50 kids. And I go back and look at that and I look at how many are still going to church period, ministering at church or doing ministry in general. And that's a very small group. Yeah. And you're like, what what happened here, people? Exactly. You know? Um, but then Paul finished up the section was probably the best advice that we have. Do not grow weary of doing good. And it goes yeah. back to what you're saying. So many times we see evil people getting rewarded for doing evil. We're like, well, what's the point of doing good? Yeah. You know, it's that, it's that classic, you know, story archetype. Well, is good really going to prevail in the end? You know, that's why there's so many stories that start off with that of good looking like it's going to fail because yep. it's, it's draws us in real life. We're like, I do good, but is it really enough? Like, why do I even bother doing this? Yeah, exactly. I mean, because with God's help, um, we can do our best to to really not grow weary um, yes. um, of doing good because what I reap uh, and wh- when I reap, because uh, uh, I will reap a harvest, um, and it all depends if I don't give up. Yep. Um, and that, I think that's the biggest thing is the don't give up part um, because a lot of times when the going gets tough and you know we feel like we can't go on anymore, you know, that's when it's where your fight needs to happen the most. Um, when the going gets tough, don't give up. Yeah. Um, you know, it's very easy as soon as something gets hard or doesn't go our way or um, we don't understand or we have so many questions and we start doubting. And I mean, let's can go on of what could be possibly happen, throwing a curveball, getting hit by a two by four, um, you know, things like that. That's when it, God says, don't give up. Yeah. Keep fighting. Keep Keep getting that harvest built up because at the end of this day, tomorrow's a whole new day. Yep. And you can start over and it'll be a lot. And it might not even be better. But at the end of the day, in the long run, it's going to it's gonna benefit you yes. so much more. Absolutely. And and I think a lot of times, and I mean, I'm, I don't know your whole life, but I can assume uh, that at some point in your life, you've gone through something like that to where you fought hard and you look back and go, okay, I know how I, I can now see where God was with me. Um, I can see how God got me through that. But at that moment, it's you feel very alone. You feel oh, very, no. very shunned, and like there is no light at the end of the tunnel. But pushing to that light that you know is going to be there because of the hope we have in Christ is oh, what yeah. gets us through it. Well, it's like we've talked about before with the churches we've come from, come from that the only thing that really got us through it is knowing one, that this is what we were called to do and that God yeah. had it all in control. Yeah, but, because, you know, listen, actually, we were talking, like, like Marcus, what, what would you do if you weren't in ministry? And I was like, I have no idea. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, we had that question a year ago, yeah. you know, what would you be doing? And we came up with, like, answers of, well, here's what I think of. But really, if it wasn't, if I couldn't do ministry, I have no idea what I'd be yeah. doing. Like, if I was, in, I would even specifically say, if I wasn't in youth ministry, I don't Just know ministry what, in general. I wouldn't know yeah. what, what I would do because... Personally, I don't see myself ever becoming a, a senior pastor just because of who I am. Um, I'd rather go somewhere in youth ministry, whether it be a camp or right. um, something in the, that realm of, of youth ministry. I don't think I would ever want to, not that I don't want to work with adults, <laughs> but I don't want to deal with that. I'd rather see the impact I can have on kids, who is our future, yeah. uh, or not our future leaders. And uh, I don't know. I think a lot of times we get so caught up in, the bad things of life and the hard times 
that we forget about the good. Oh yeah. Um, and I think we, I mean, even in this world that we live in is it's, it's dwelling so much on the negative oh, and yeah. the bad things. And the, like, I can't do this because of this, or I'm dealing with this, but in the, the day it's, you're alive. Oh yeah. It's the, it's the small victories that we yeah. have. Like, just like I was saying with the concrete being poured. Yeah. It's a victory. I mean, yeah, this building's taking a lot longer than we expected it to. <laughs> just slightly. Just slightly, but, and a lot of people are discouraged about it. But this is a victory. And, like, God has a reason why it took so long for us to get into this building. Oh, yeah. We might not ever know what that reason was. Nope. But there was a reason for it. Yeah. And we'll see it. I, I think even in the last few months, we as a staff have become closer um, in the fact of understanding that we know that it's taken long, but yeah. we have come closer as a as a staff to push it like hey i know it's taking long but we're gonna get we're gonna get there yeah the Um, end is in sight yeah and uh i I think uh i i feel comfortable saying when people ask that when we'll be in the building i will no longer say by christmas of 2025 i will now say by christmas of 2020 oh (laughs) i know that's a huge jump that's a huge jump (laughs) (laughs) but at the end of the day it's you know be that person that was influencing you yeah. to someone else. Oh yeah, and encourage them in the good times and and, and help them in the bad times. Yes, um, I want to shout out to Brad, even though he never listens to us because Brad's <laughs> weird and, and yeah, and old. <laughs> and uh, old. <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, if it wasn't for him in my life, um, so little backstory in my life: when I was a sophomore in high school, I was in I was at Trinity College of Florida. Um, I was uh, it was only like five minutes from my house. Uh, and, uh, I was living at, at home cause it was a lot cheaper for tuition. Right. Um, and then, uh, I became an RA, um, there the second semester. And then that summer, my parents, or like that mid time of that, that my parents moved from Florida to South Carolina and left me in Florida. <laughs> They're like, finally, I know, right. <laughs> finally got rid of Marcus. Finally got rid of Marcus. Um, but with that came my relationship with, like, I, I had a pretty good relationship with Brad before that. Because uh, he he was my youth pastor, right. I grew up with him. I was I was under him as a youth leader. Um, I was involved in a lot of things that he was doing. Um, and uh, but after they left, like Brad kind of not became my dad, but came that fa- father figure yeah. close to me. Yeah. Um, and I love my dad. Um, but being that person that was n- there for me, um, all the time, um, was beneficial because there was a lot of times where like I would call him and be like, "Hey, I need to talk." Yeah. Um, or I'd just show up in his house and be like, "Hey." Yeah. Let's, you know, and, uh, you know, it it, it was because of him that I was able to go through a lot of things. Right. Um, it was because of him and his, and just his, his, not even anything he would, he said, it was just being there. Just being there. Um, you know, he was very good at, uh, me going in with a problem and me talking like 98% of the time and me coming out either with more questions or answering my own questions. (laughs) I have learned that that's the best counseling right there. Oh yeah. Yeah. And that's, uh. That's what it, like one thing I've learned, especially with, with like with the accident that I our church you know dealt with, um, and I'll, I can go in that detail later on. But um, it was the you know hone in on the uh, asking the right questions. Yes. Um, and and that means open ended questions. You know, getting them to talk because um, yeah. you learn by asking, not by lecturing. We see that through Jesus. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and and uh and that's the exact that's the key is you know everybody goes through hard times. Everybody goes through things that seem like they're never going to end. But at the end of the day, find someone that can ask you questions 
and not even to help you answer a question, but just talk it out. I mean, I know yeah. for me, like when I'm going through something, I don't even know what my problem is, but I just need to talk what talk I'm thinking. And uh, even like when I make decisions or um, I have to make, uh, you know, decisions for ministry, whether it be good or bad or um, directions that we got to go to. Um, one thing I love about Gary is I can be like, hey, this is what I'm going through. That's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm thinking. What do you think? And then he either says, oh, that's a great idea, or says, well, what if you did this? Yeah. Or And that's kind of what Brad was like in my life. It was, hey, this is what I'm going through. I don't know if it's good, bad. I don't know really what to do. Well, I mean, that's the great thing about having people that you can talk. I mean, because we've talked to each other about stuff. Oh, yeah. And we throw ideas to each other all the time of like, well, what what do you think about this? Yeah. Because I think when we, when we talk to each other, it's not like I necessarily want you to agree with me. I just want you to think outside the box and see if yeah. I'm thinking about it all the way through. Yep. You know, and I think we do that very well with each other. Um, but yeah, it's part of, I mean, I'll shout out Ben. He does listen to the podcast or watch yeah, our live Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> He, oh, I don't like his questions. Man, he sent me a question <laughs> Sunday night that I was like, okay, we're, we're not going to ask it on the podcast because I think it's one of those questions that could cause some people to be like, I don't know about this. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> See, I, I, one thing I love about Brad is he's just like me and he hates to think. <laughs> so the tougher the questions, he doesn't care about. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, Ben was, I mean, he was that to me. Um, he was my pastor at my first paid church position and I hadn't. I had no family around. We had Tammy's family around, but, you know, as far as, you know, he was just there. I mean, he, we did a lot. Of, like, we'd meet together every week. We'd play games. All, like, yeah. he was just there just to, and even in life, I mean, we'll tech, we'll send jokes and stuff to each other. It's just, uh, yeah. Yeah. Life step. Life step. All right. What opportunities, seeds, has God given you to plant in the garden of your life? Don't become weary at w- working your garden. Take a moment to remind yourself of the great harvest you are going to reap. So I, I won't use a garden, for example, but I'll use, like, losing weight. So last last year, if you've listened to our podcast since then, yeah. <laughs> I, know I, I was on a diet journey, losing weight, and I lost about 30 pounds. And then summer hit and life hit and all yeah. that stuff, and I gained about 10, 10 of that back, so I only lost about 20. Um, so this this year, my goal is to lose that 10 back, but then also go back to, to that diet. Yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, it's don't become weary. You know, keep fighting, keep pushing. Um, and, I, I mean, since just January, I've lost 10 pounds. So I'm at 238 this morning. To thirty eight point seven or whatever it was, but uh, very nice. Um, I don't officially weigh in until tomorrow because the f- first of the year was a Thursday, so uh, <laughs> it's it's weird. But uh, um, it's what what kind of like you were saying, you know, what you put in is yeah, what you get out. Absolutely. Um, so when you become weary, you know, that's what you're gonna put out in your life, and people are gonna notice that. So just take a m- moment and just. Remind yourself of what God's done in your life. Yes. Remind yourself of the good, good things, you know, and, and keep fighting. Yes. Don't give up. Don't give up. Don't give up. Don't ever give up. Yeah. So, Josh. So, Marcus. I almost called you. I don't even know what I was going to call you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I am wearing a very soft tee. So am a, I. With a I very just, soft print. A um, and it's, unfor- not unfortunately, it's. I don't know what word I was going to think of. I'll try to make up a word, but it wasn't going to come out very well. That's why we don't make up words, Mark. That's true. That's why I also don't do math. Um, Especially on the podcast. Sunday Cool, okay, is, is one of our sponsors. And Sunday Cool is more than just a t-shirt, uh, a custom t-shirt company. 
Something cool is a company that goes above and beyond to serve the servers, the people who devote their lives to ministry and serving others. Something cool brings together the coolest custom designs, a remarkable buying experience, constant engagement of clients with creative content. Oh, and did we mention they provide the world's softest prints and the world's softest tees? If that interests you, go say hi to Carl on SundayCool.com and make sure to choose Sunday Cool on your next order. There you go. And our prayer request for today is pray that the married couples of your church will nurture, nurture and protect their relationships by a dependence upon God's words. That's a huge thing. That is a huge I thing. I feel like that's just a podcast topic for itself right there. Yep. <laughs> for another day, though. For another day. <laughs> for this Fun Fact Friday, I've been Josh. I've been Marcus. Booyah. Booyah.